Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. Today begins for Superman an adventure which, if not the oddest in his career, is certainly the most mysterious. An adventure filled with action, suspense, and some of the strangest characters we have yet met. Our story begins in the office of Editor White at the Daily Planet. Listen. Yes? Oh, come in, Ken. Come in, Jimmy. All packed and ready to start, I see. Yes, Chief. Jimmy and I have come to say goodbye. Shiver my timbers if we haven't. What? Our duffel's all ready and we're all set to shove off. <laughs> Listen to the old salt. Old salt. Oh, gosh, Mr. Kent, if we're going around the world on the last of the Clipper ships, i got to talk so the crew will understand me, don't I? They'll understand you without all that nautical gibberish. Now, sit down, you two. The Clara M doesn't sail for another hour, and I've got some things to talk over with you, Kent. Gosh, Mr. White, we've got to get on board and stow our duffel. If you don't stow your talk, young man, you won't go aboard at all. Ah, <laughs> now, don't mind Jimmy, Chief. He's just bubbling over with excitement and anxious to get started. Now, what did you want to talk to me about? I just want to be sure, Kent, that you understand what you're to do on this voyage you're taking. Oh, now, Chief, we've been over this a hundred times since you first thought of the idea. And we'll go over it a hundred more if I think it necessary. I want to be sure you understand the articles you're going to write from every angle. Sometimes, Chief, I find myself feeling sorry the owner of this paper ever bought the Clara M. Oh, gosh, I don't. I think of the places we're going to. South America, Borneo, India, Africa. Gosh, I get too excited I can hardly talk. Blow me down if I don't. <laughs> I'll blow you down with pleasure if you don't shut up. Yes, sir. Now, Kent, as you know, this is all in the way of a publicity campaign to build circulation for the paper. The Clara M is the last of the old clipper ships. That's going to be your lead. Last of the clipper ships. I've got it. Into these articles you're going to write, you've got to put all the romance, all the color of the Clara M's past, contrasting that with the future that awaits her. Yes. This is her last voyage, Kent. When you return with her, Mr. Barwick, the owner of the paper, plans to tie her up to a dock and turn her into a marine museum. Sure, Chief. But look, I know all this, and we're anxious to get down to the ship. I want to be sure that you know it. Well, Barwick's all excited about this idea of his. And these articles you are going to write, Kent, uh, telling how it feels to be making this romantic voyage in the last of the Clipper ships, have got to be great stuff. Now, just let's be sure you've got your facts straight. The Clara M was built in 1889. Uh, 1879, uh, Mr. White. Uh, excuse me. What's that? Uh, yes, sir. Her keel was laid in June of the year 1878 at Aberdeen, Scotland, and she cleared from that city for the first time in August of 1879. She was built for speed in the China tea trade. Her hull is of teak, her decks are mahogany, and... <laughs> All right, Jimmy. All right. I guess you'll concede, Chief. There's hardly anything you can tell us about the Clara M. Mm, well, uh... Excuse me. Yes? Who wants to see me? Uh, Mr. Barnaby. What do you want? Oh, I won't say, eh? I see. I'll tell him to wait. Well, Kent, it looks as if you and uh, young Moby Dick here have everything straight. But all you've got into the articles is send back. Make people buy the Daily Planet just to read what you've got to say about the last of the clipper ships. 
That understood? Don't worry, Chief. Uh, well, I, I won't be seeing you two for a long time. Good luck and bon voyage. Thanks, Chief. All right, Jim, pick up your duffel and let's shove off. Aye, aye, sir. Oh, uh, tell Miss Kenyon to send Mr. Barnaby in, will you? Right. Goodbye, Chief. Goodbye, Goodbye. Sir. Goodbye. Goodbye. Miss Kenyon, you can send Mr. Barnaby in. Uh, I hate to see those two go. I'm going to miss them. Thought I'd never let them know it. Well, I guess I'd better... Uh... All right, mate. Oh, what the... Oh, uh, Mr. Barnaby? Aye, same. Oh, sit down. Hey, hold it here, I'm sure. I'll, uh... And move this chair back from your desk, you might see, and I've got to keep my leg out in front of me, and I'll need the rope. The leg? Aye, mate. It's made of teak. The finest this side of the China Sea. That's why I'm called Teak. Teak Barnaby. Uh, Count my leg. Oh, I see. Uh, well, uh, what can I do for you? Yep. Being a good seafarer man, I'll steer my course straight to the point. The uh, owner of this newspaper, Mr. Barwick, bought a clipper ship named the Clara M, and uh, I want to buy her. I'm afraid she's not for sale, Mr. Barnaby. Tig Barnaby was never one for bargaining, sir. So just forget the preliminaries and name your price. I'll meet it. I meant what I said, Barnaby. The Clara M is not for sale. Mr. Barwick bought the ship for the one purpose of developing a publicity campaign to boost the paper circulation. As a matter of fact, she's sailing within the hour for a trip around the world with one of my best reporters on board. Very too, matey. Chick Barnaby's always got what he went after. Now, I'll pay you any price. You're yet. wasting my time and your own, Barnaby. I repeat, the Clara M is not for sale. Matey, everything has its price. Yes, if it's for sale. Now, look here, Barnaby. Just why are you uh, so anxious to buy the Clara M? I have my reasons. What reasons? I don't like your tone, matey. You make it sound as if wanted to buy a sailing vessel was a crime. I never said that. Aye, but you implied it. Now trim your sheets and listen to me. I want the Clara M, and I intend having her. What my reasons may or may not be is no wind out of your sails, so you'd best not inquire into them. Now then, what's your price? Well, of all the colossal nerve, I, I think it's time you left. You won't sell? I will not. Now get out. You're making a mistake, matey. A great mistake. That's my lookout. Good day, sir. Good day, matey. If you'd care to reconsider... Good day. You've made a mistake, matey. By heaven, if you don't get out of here... Me too. I'm shoving off. batch of men on their way over from the seamen's rest, Mr. Kent. We won't have any trouble getting through. Gosh, Captain Hawkins, we expected to find you aboard the Clara M with a crew and everything all set to sail. I know, I know. Well, what seems to be the trouble, Captain? Why, there's no trouble, Mr. Kent. It's just that men don't go in sail anymore these days. Sailing means hard work. Harder work than you'd find aboard modern ships, and the accommodations aren't any too good. But, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Kent... Here come the men I was speaking about. We'll have a crew in no time at all. Sir, sir we've come over from the seaman's rest to sign on, sir. Line up before the desk, you men. Right, One at a time. All right, now then, you. 
What's your name? Patrick Finnerty, sir. I want Bert. Abel Seaman, sir. Sign here. Right, There's sir. a pen. Thank you, sir. And uh, what would be the name of the ship, sir? The name? Oh, the Clara M. Sign here. Begging your pardon, sir. I've uh, changed my mind. I won't be sailing with you. As you like. Uh, just a moment, Captain. Why won't this man... It's sir? all right, Mr. Kent. Don't worry. Next. All right, sir. Your name? Angus McKenzie. What birth? Abel Seaman. Sign here, mister. Uh, right here. I sir. Go ahead, man. Finish signing. Uh, I beg pardon, sir. Did I hear the name Clara M.? You did? What of it? Nothing, sir, only... I'm no signing on. Uh, just a minute. Now, now, Mr. Kent. Why won't you sign on? What's the trouble? There's no trouble, sir. I've changed my mind, that's all. Looks like they've all changed their mind. They're walking out. So I see. Captain Hawkins... It's as I say, Mr. Kent. They know the Clara M is a sailing vessel, and the minute they hear the name, they decide it's too much work. Seems to be more behind it than that. Now, now, please don't worry. I'll get a crew. Just leave it to me. We may not sail within the hour, but we'll sail. Well, all right. Well, Jimmy, since it looks as if we're going to be here for some time, I'd suggest we drop over to that cafeteria at the end of the dock there and have a sandwich. Okay, Mr. Kent. I am feeling a little hungry. All right. We won't be long, Captain. Take your time, Mr. Kent. And don't worry. I may have a crew signed on by the time you get back. I see another batch of men coming this way now. Well, I hope so, Captain. Feel better, Jim? I sure do, Mr. Kent. That sandwich and milk sure hit the spot. Good. Let's get back to the dock, huh? Yes, sir. Well, I wonder if Captain Hawkins has signed on anyone as yet. So do I. Sure was funny, those men changing their minds the minute they heard the name Clara M. Well, Captain Hawkins' reason may be the right one. It may be that they just... Ahoy, Kent! Ashore! Ahoy! What the... Oh, it's Captain Hawkins, Mr. Kent. There he is at the rail of the Clara M. What's he doing on board? I expected him to be on the in the dock office. Ahoy, Captain! What is it? Come aboard, miss. You mean you've got a crew? I have indeed. Well, I'll be... Come on, Jim. Aye, aye, sir. Yeah, watch the gangplank there. Watch the gangplank. Yeah. Well, Mr. Kent, are you surprised? Surprised is hardly the word, Captain. How did you manage it? Look, Mr. Kent, look. That batch of men coming in as you were leaving signed on, every one. What? As fine a crew as you'd ever want to see. First mate's actually been in sale back in the old days. Yeah. Hey, you'll want to know him. I- I'll call him over. Oh, uh, you mustn't mind his looks, and I uh, I wouldn't pay too much attention to his leg. His leg? Yes, he's uh, got a wooden leg. Uh, here he comes now. Well, matters are beginning to take a strange turn. What lies behind Mr. Barnaby signing on the Clara M as first mate? And why was it so difficult to sign a crew on the old clipper ship? Be sure to hear the next thrill-packed episode of our mystery with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.